You are listening to the WW Phil Podcast, your guide to feel good. Phil is an everyday guy who wanted to feel good. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Now let's join our host, Phil, for today's conversation about wellness and feeling good. Hey, family, very excited about this episode of the podcast as we go and we'll talk to our friend, Allie. So let's go now and listen to our conversation. <laughs> what? Hi. How are you? I'm in bed. Oh, well, you know, it's Thursday night, late at night, 930 you're at, right? Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to get to chat. What's going on? It's the quiet place right now. So. Oh, does that mean like kids are sleeping, that kind of stuff? Kids are sleeping. Yeah. Okay. That's good. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Well, how, uh, how are y'all navigating through this lovely COVID time? Um, at first I was okay. Cause you know, I'm here all the time just being home as stay at home mom, but yeah, it's, it's really wearing on me because before I didn't have to go anywhere, you know? Yeah. But now I'm not allowed to go anywhere. <laughs> so it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's, it can be that same thing of like when you put foods off limit or you say everything is allowed and then you right. like, you're, you're constructing that mindset. And sometimes when you put things off limits, that starts to drive you crazy. Either you want to do it or you, you're mad at it. You hate it. That, that kind of stuff. So, and before, I, I was like, I really dread going anywhere with all three children. Yeah. And now I can't wait to leave my house. <laughs> Can somebody just take these kids? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I get it. I get it. Yeah. We, you know, my my world changed quite a bit in the aspect of, well, I always work from home. Um, yeah every day and but i added in the wife and the kid back into the mix so for the last the last i don't know eight or so weeks we've been all three trying to navigate living here and and doing that during the day and i lost my office which that's where i am now is the actual office in our house but that had to become school mm, and awesome. so i moved myself off into the back bedroom where it's quieter and he could have actual conference calls and that kind of stuff without interruption so we had to learn how to navigate through that and uh so We've successfully done that. My my wife went back to work this week, so it makes it a little a little different. And we're doing shorter schedules and things like that. But we're we're yeah. making it work. So overall, things are good. So I, I would say that I'm I'm blessed and have been blessed throughout this entire process. But uh, the whole school thing is another subject. Yeah, today was the last day of virtual school for my kid. She's done with kindergarten. If you don't know how to navigate computers like myself, <laughs> you're screwed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Hold on just a second. I'm trying to get this cat out of here because it is an insane. We'll give her a little cameo. Aww. This dead gum thing. So, uh, we'll get the cat out of here and that'll make my life a little more regulated. <laughs> she evidently can open doors. I came in here and closed the door by myself. It's all right. You know, we're, we're just doing this thing. So I've got the three dogs here downstairs. So. <laughs> cool. Well, I always start all of these basically about the same way. So I want to know kind of how you came to enjoy WW, how you came to know WW, that you knew somebody that it worked for them. Uh, you've been introduced as a kid. Tell me kind of how it all came to the fact that you knew the WW existed and what made you think it would work for you. And let's kind of start from there. Well, I do recall back in the day, my mom did WW and she okay. used to have like the actual book and 
back when I was, I don't know, middle school, going into high school, I was kind of a little chunk dunk. And um, I decided to join on a couple things with her. And that kind of just, you know, fell off the wagon. And, you know, middle school to high school, I did do sports. And then, um, you know, going out of high school, I joined my culinary world. Yeah. I went to culinary school. Out, right out of culinary school, I jumped right into all the restaurants. And that's when, you know, I was, you know food is always around you. And I got pregnant on my first when I was 23, 24, I don't know, something like that. I gained 60 pounds. Okay. I managed IHOP. I was the front of the house manager at IHOP. So I had all pancakes to my liking that I wanted. And I ate them every single day. And I yeah. was in the mentality of where I'm pregnant. I can do and eat what I want. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's going to happen? Well... <laughs> I gained 60 pounds and then fast forward, I had my second one, I gained 30, fast forward to that, 15. It was weird. It was like half, half, half. Um, after my third- No seven and a half pound baby coming? They were all little babies too. Oh. They were no more than seven and a half pounds. Wow. Yeah. Mommy was large, but they weren't. <laughs> um, so right after my third- third child I got into like a kind of like a deep kind of like depression I wasn't not like super super deep but it was more of like I'm not happy I don't mm -hmm. like the look um someone I went to high school with has been doing Weight Watchers for many many years and I saw her transitions over the you know years before that and I've always it always piqued my interest and I had I don't know if anyone's seen my stories recently about couple weeks after I had my our son I went into the hospital and I had no idea I had postpartum preeclampsia I had no clue I didn't even know like the what to look for signs they didn't tell me mm. any of that crap you'd think they would but um my blood pressure was over 200 and I was yeah it was scary it was really scary thank god my mom was there um or else I would have had to call actual 911 because I called the doctor and they said, you need to go right away. Yeah. But um, fast forward through all that, it was kind of like a wake up call, even though that really wasn't, you know, my fault per se, but it was a wake up call with like, you know, I need to get, I need to get my body right. Um, especially after not feeling great about myself. So I messaged my friend Lauren and um, I decided to join. I joined, February 5th, 2019, and I'm here 90 pounds later, gone. Wow. I did not have any kind of workout either. Oh. It, like, amazes me. Yeah. That you could do this program without working out. My just, everyday just, life. Just your standard mom workout. workout. Exactly. <laughs> and um, when I joined, we just got a house, like, uh, two months before that. Yeah. So before we were living in a, a ranch so now I have a basement, a first floor, and a second floor. So I was navigating all those, you know, floors with three kids. Yeah. Excellent. So that's my workout. Three kids, three dogs, everyday life here. <laughs> hey, that's seemingly enough. So um, tell me, like, how you were you – kind of you kind of gained it in stages, but, like, and you, you kind of said that your own words you were a chunky person maybe for yeah, a good period of your life so so being overweight 
just having kids was not the first time you had had that experience. That's not yeah. solely the blame or anything like that. Yeah, it was more of um, middle school years, you know, those awkward, okay. you know, body years. Yeah, yeah. Before getting into high school sports, because I went right from middle school, I jumped right into soccer and tennis. I've done soccer since I could probably, like, walk. That was my thing. Mm -hmm. But um, I think when you're a kid, you don't really, you know, make you don't check what you're eating. And it just happened. I gained more weight. And then high school, most of it came off. Um, doing sports and then it was pretty much right after the bar years of my life after getting pregnant yeah that's where it really just kind of like you know after having my first I ate whatever the heck I wanted I didn't really care it was convenience with ordering out and um, being a mom first time mom beer was my best friend yeah what is it you know mm -hmm. as a mom or a parent you want to have your little beverage yeah and i didn't really it didn't really bother me as far as how many of those calories were going into me liquid or non-liquid it just yeah so your your food lifestyle now compared to what it was a, a year before your first kid totally different pretty pretty totally different yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah so what what about your culinary school and stuff like that allowed you to like did you were you gaining food knowledge or were you just gaining food ability like were you actually nutritionally trained and that kind of stuff like you had you had some um, knowledge on this kind of stuff light they don't really teach you nutritional stuff yeah they just teach you how to make good food and um all the restaurants that i worked in from just kind of learn different techniques and whatnot. And when I joined this page, my main thing was to one accountability, but two, I really wanted to take what I used to eat as far as even takeout and mm -hmm. make it, you know, flip flop into WW friendly. Yeah. And I've learned over the year how to do more so of that. And my husband loves everything prior and now. So he's enjoying that I'm cooking more now. Yeah. Now, do you, do you both do WW or just yourself? No, just me. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Is that something that has been hard for you, or he's 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 uh, supportive and on game for it, but doesn't need to? Or my number one supporter. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, in the beginning, he was kind of skeptic as far as you know how it's going to be, what like food wise, but mm -hmm. I sure showed him. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I mean, seriously, like ninety pounds is that's a that's a legit thing. Like, have you have you got to WW Gold? I am. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, lifetime in my lifetime since January twenty third. Wow. So was it even a full year? Eleven months. Yeah. That, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I lost hundred pounds in my first year too without exercise. So the the second year and coming up on the third year, not as easy when you add in the exercise. Totally different changes. But we can talk about that in a little bit. So tell me what. What you see now, at, with all the food training and the ability to cook for multiple restaurants and that kind of stuff, how have you taken that and like brought it in? So we're we're talking to people that have seen your page and that kind of stuff, and people that would watch this and and know like what what have you seen as an example for yourself to take those foods you love and actually bring them into foods that you can love and consume and stay on plan and on track. As far as all my recipes, you mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, just like, what what is your approach to that? Like, I, we all know that you can make two ingredient bread, those those kind of things. But yeah. like, what what has been the sustainable behavior for you that that makes it successful? Like, what 
Beyond beyond ingredients, how did you change the food? I don't want it to be boring is my main okay. thing. I don't want to yeah. have like a plain Jane cheese cheese pizza. And I want to be able to take that pizza to like an extreme level where you're using a lot of those zero point foods mm -hmm. with, you know, throwing on a little bit of protein. Um, I am not plain Jane. I do enjoy many, many different types of foods. Yeah. I'm trying to get my husband on that board too, but um, I've never been picky as far as ingredients. So I'm able to play around with that more too. And, you know, my husband does work a lot, so I do enjoy a lot of the food myself. Yeah. <laughs> so I have no, you know, I don't have to worry about anybody saying what about it, but um, I try and and I'm always thinking in my head, even when I'm, you know, laying here in bed, you know, oh, I could do this or this or that. I don't mm -hmm. know, that's how my chef mind works. And yeah, I don't know. It's worked out for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and I hope it's worked out for you guys. As if you know, for them, whoever yeah. tries my recipes, I just try to think of, you know, especially that low cal bread. What you can do to make it just as good as a piece of bread that's five points. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, and to some, to some degree, there is the assigned value of like, when you eat something good, you can, you know, maybe there are some foods that everyone would say that's good, but there are even people that don't like a snicker bar or there are people right. that don't like pizza and that's, that's their own choice. There are people that don't like stuffing. They love dressing people that don't like dressing, you know, whatever there's, there's all different tastes. Uh, there are people that don't like certain protein bars and I, you know, and I love those. And there's some people that won't spend the points on the ones that I love and they go for the three point ones and I can't stand those or whatever. In bed. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's different tastes, and I think there's something to be said for the the actual mental side of that, and that's you assigning that value that it's worth it and that yeah. you like it. And when you do it, then there's nothing to be said that you could eat a high point pizza from a great restaurant or make a low point pizza and be just as happy. Yeah, like I content mean and happy in your person. Yeah, when I see what I had prior as far as, like, pizza, I prefer what I'm eating mm -hmm. now because I remember, you know, ordering from, you know, like, Domino's or Pizza Hut or whatever and feeling like a complete pile of poop after. And then yeah. I kept doing it every time we ordered out. So I'm thinking, like, why was I doing that? Yeah. <laughs> this felt gross. But I'm loving the food more so now than I did on certain things. But, of course, I'm going to, you know, you know, of course I would love – a fat greasy cheeseburger yeah you wouldn't but i can totally make that work over here you know absolutely absolutely there's there's something to be said for that whole process of of doing the mental work to yeah. see whether or not something's good for you uh like socially and um ww maybe that's deeper into the the why of why you want to follow this journey but when you establish that value and you set that moral in your life for you that value-based judgment on what you want that's when the limitless kicks in and, and whatever you want to accomplish on ww's is yeah. so true so what tell me tell me a little bit more about like where you were like when you decided uh in february of 19 like what what was going on in your body and how you felt about yourself how you saw the person in the mirror that led you say man i've got to do this ww thing i was honestly disgusted with myself mm -hmm. i couldn't look at myself in the mirror clothed unclothed um we have one of those 
um, stand-up showers in the our bath bathroom here, and it was even difficult for me to shave my damn legs. You know, yeah, I was like I couldn't maneuver right. Um, I was to where I had to go to our other shower and go in there and take care of that kind of stuff. Um, I hated going outside in public, especially when it was hot, because I, I, I don't, I don't wear shorts. I never yeah. liked wearing shorts. Um, I constantly wore black, thinking it would hide every little thing. Don't get me wrong; I still love the color black. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm always wearing black. But I wore black then for different reasons. Yeah, and um, covered everything up. Um, last summer even when i just started my journey i still didn't want to go outside in uh, a bathing suit we have a pool now and it's just like i didn't even want to leave my own house yeah i was that uncomfortable with myself i would cover up with hoodies in the middle of summer like i was just so miserable yeah and recently with me losing all this weight i've i've been i'm so excited to wear shorts this year i cannot wait yeah. And I never thought I'd love my legs and I love my legs. Like I never, never, ever, ever yeah. liked shorts. Even in my like my high school years, I'd wear capri pants. Yeah. I guess my my mindset is completely different. You know, being a mom with three kids, it's like I don't. Not that I don't care anymore, but I shouldn't care what other yeah. people think. Yeah. Even in my own house, and yeah. I'm happy I am there. So. Yeah, I mean the. One of the cool things about being successful on WW is when you finally get to that moment to where you're like, holy crap, I've actually lost this amount of weight. And it sinks in and you really believe it. And like, yeah. there's no more debate on whether or not you are worthy to have done that or how, no matter how you got there or how long it took you to get there. You're like, holy crap, I lost that amount of weight. And that, that feels like in any room, no matter where you are, you're like, Dude, I did that. Yeah. And then like other tasks that maybe at some point in life kind of seem kind of hard, such as being comfortable in yourself and walking outside wearing something that's revealing. That seemed hard. But you're like, hold on, the person that lost 90 pounds, I don't need the approval of anyone because I did that. Right. So, you know, that, and when you, when you take off that thing, and that thing is often something that we put on ourselves. No, like yeah. I did it for a decade. I call that my decade of pause. I put my whole life on pause because I thought I wasn't worthy because I didn't see myself the right way. Right. And then, you know, somewhere along around 2009, 2010, I changed, I got started to change and I like, took part of that off. And it really wasn't even until 2017 that I started losing weight. You know, so that's, it's kind of a crazy thing for me as I started to see myself differently and, and accept that I could belong and that kind of thing. And I think one of those cool things about WW and losing weight is you, you realize that I, I belong to the whole time. I just didn't accept it. So when we start accepting that, like then, then we truly can, can live and thrive in the, in the, in, within our own skin. Like sometimes there's been times when I looked in the mirror and I'm like that person, but now I have fewer and fewer of those times. Even when I don't feel comfortable and my clothes don't touch me right and that kind of stuff, I still can love that guy because I know all the things that he's done. So how, how, how are you? Your youth comes back. Your youth. Yeah. Yeah. Like when absolutely. It's, you absolutely. Know, Heavier, I, I looked a lot older than I was. Or yeah. I am. yeah, I don't I don't know how what, what age I look. I just had my forty fifth birthday, but I feel better than I did when I well, was you look thirty. Great, 
Yeah. So my the, my main thing right now is this hair that I got going on. I need to go find a barber that's willing to cut hair in this time. Yeah. Oh, uh, I've been cutting my husband's hair, and I've been doing pretty good. Yeah, I I need it because it's like this stuff right here normally should be short. This stuff right here goes on the back. I'm I'm out on my hair thing. I'm I'm so ready to have my normal hair back, but whatever. I uh, sure my son's hair because he doesn't sit still, but that's another story. <laughs> I, yeah, I get that. I get that. So so tell me, like you you mentioned, like even last summer, surely you had lost some weight between February and last summer, yep. but. It, where along there did you start to really put some equity in and believe in an alley and that kind of stuff? Um, probably around when I lost about 30 pounds. I was okay. kind of like, wow, this, this is really working. And I, I loved it. I was already feeling fantastic about myself. Um, I have major, major back issues um, to this mm -hmm. day. I still do. And it's taken a lot of weight off physically and um mentally too because yeah. it can be draining and i i was to the point where i couldn't even walk sometimes because my nerves would be pinching so bad um and being less weight on me it's it's helped it's not gone but it certainly yeah. has helped me yeah absolutely and I'm, I'm the same way i had a really really bad traumatic knee injury when i was younger and then walking around at 396 pounds, it was hideous. It hurt all the time. Yeah. There were things I could not even do. And truly, there are still some things that I don't necessarily do now. But I don't feel that pain like I used to. There are a lot more aggressive things that I do now. Uh, and there's times when I'm like, oh, wait, don't, don't do that. And, and, yeah. <laughs> but, um, and, and I'm not even done losing weight. I haven't lost all the weight that I've lost. But I, I now know that I don't have to put myself on the sidelines for a lot of stuff and I can do things that I couldn't do. And, and a lot of that is not even just ability or capability. It is actually just the, uh, the moment where I, and, and I will say yes and not say no by default. Like right. there are some things that I have to think about and not do, but like there's a lot more things that I can just go ahead and do it without thinking about it. And well, yeah, I, I went down yeah. my, my child's place at the other day. Yeah, I went to the slide, and I was like, I never would have done this. Yeah, never would have even been outside. Yeah, and and you know, last year I felt terrible because you know I have my three kids. I should be out there playing with them, and I I didn't want to. Yeah, there yeah. wasn't. And I know for whatever reason you have somehow fallen in love with some crazy zombie virtual reality game. Oh, yeah. I see you playing that thing and it's like, she's going to town. Like, what is that? It's Beat Sabers. It's like a guitar hero on steroids. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Evidently, you're pretty good at it, huh? I am pretty good. <laughs> so is it like music based? Are you listening to music when you do that? Yeah, I'm a huge music person. Okay. Um, in high school, I, I had a subwoofer in my car, okay? Yeah. And my father runs, he does marathons, so he would always like be training and running in the streets on my way to school. He'd be like, oh, here comes Allison. Yeah. yeah. He could hear my music from like yeah. down the road. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I'm, I'm a musician as well. I play uh, all the time. So uh, I, I totally get the music thing. It's, it's something yeah. that can, can really just bring you back to 
to that centered place. Uh, I, I love I love a good song, and I, I'm pretty emotional guy. So a good lyric too will get me, and I'll be like, oh, good. But anyway, cool. So so as you've as you've learned to do this, like, what inspired you to like pop on the Instagram and start telling your story on here? And like, that's truly how we met and and got to talking and stuff. And I've been inspired by you. It's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on here and that kind of stuff. And so kind of how did that, that version of you kind of allow to grow and and realize the value of telling your story on here through social media? Well, I have a personal account and um, I noticed that I'd stopped, you know, putting normal regular pictures up and I'd put, you know, my weight loss or food. And I was like, well, I'm, you know, I had a feeling maybe people are getting annoyed of seeing that. So I decided to make this account. And before on my personal account, I followed some that I do follow here and they kind of, you know, got me the idea to, you know, just start the own WW one on top of your personal one and kind of just thrive from there. You know, in the beginning I would just post a couple, you know, pictures of what I ate and and I just really started enjoying it and yeah. you know it kept me busy at home other than my kids but it kind of gave me something to look forward to being a stay-at-home mom like I, I needed something else besides just my daily mom duties I had nothing to really like look forward to doing every single day like I used to is you know going to work you know yeah. different kind of thing so I you know that's my thing now I enjoy yeah. doing it so that's great. I'm glad that you do. How, how old are the kids, the three ages? Um, my oldest is nine. My middle one's going to be three on June 2nd, and then one and a half. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. So, actually. That's another thing. Like, after I had my daughter, she was six months old. We bought a house. That month, I found out I was pregnant with our son. So, it was kind of like, boom, boom, boom. And yeah. then I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So. And. Yeah, so it's so cool that you've you've been able to, I mean, like your your baby baby will only know you as this version of you. Yeah. And, you know, your older kids have got your older kid has gotten to see mom kind of make some changes. That's got to be pretty oh, yeah. inspiring to to see that. Like, uh, especially being the one that have had to go through the period of time where mom wasn't so active. You know, right. and now now you are. I know that my daughter has probably seen. I don't know if she realizes or whatever. Like, but over the last two years dad has totally lost them more than mom you know yeah. uh so uh it's definitely changes and stuff and, and it's funny to hear hear weight loss stories through the eyes of a kid because uh i think my daughter kind of thinks of me as as daddy pig every once in a while from peppa pig because she talks about my big fat belly uh so it's <laughs> it's pretty hilarious <laughs> but uh, uh anyway it, it living life through the eyes of a kid is is pretty inspiring and and to see that uh, that they they really just have no limits in in how much joy they can have and i feel like that that's kind of the life that ww opens back up to us as you as you do this process uh we learn that there's so much joy and happiness to be had there's also so much sorrow and things like that and really the 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 variables are just choosing to which one we can live in and reside in. Surely we'll have to go through uh, and experience pain and heartache and, and sorrow and loss and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but but just as we don't always get to live on the mountain, we don't always have to stay in the valley. So I think uh, WW is really good at equipping us to move through that. So do you, do you feel like that over the time of your journey, you've been been equipped with some of these, these tools that allow you to actually uh, to move away from having – 
maybe struggles with food and saying more likely my struggles were actually with my behaviors around my food and my behaviors around activity. Like, do you, do you agree with that? Or has it totally been mostly just a, ch a food change for you? Uh, Cause I always say that being overweight is most likely a symptom of what else is going on in our life. So has there been that discovery for yourself? Well, I, you know, I did notice, you know, with being on this journey, I used to eat because I was born. Mm -hmm. I would just grab whatever and just sit up by the TV and, have a bag of you know Doritos with my big thick peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and not realize mm -hmm. what I was actually doing. Yeah. Um, and I I didn't have a lot of healthy food in the house either. As far mm -hmm. as what I am buying now, I would buy a lot of processed foods before a lot of stuff just to throw in a pan. And um, as a chef too, like thinking back, like what was I doing? But, yeah. you know, I do like a meal here and there, but it would be not so healthy meal like I am today. Yeah. Um, and mostly my shopping is my main things are produce. So it's like yeah. completely different. Hey, I want to jump in here for just a second and take a pause and we'll hear from one of our sponsors. Thank you for joining us. We'll be right back. Now a message from our partners. Hey, family, have you heard about my friend Lindsay? Yeah, the WW Pound Dropper. You know, she is amazing. She's a wife and a mom of three amazing kiddos. And you know, after a diagnosis of a life threatening disease, she knew she really needed to make some changes to her approach in both food and in the kitchen cooking. So, after losing over 80 pounds on WW, which is amazing, for her, the recipe that got it all started, her zero point plain Jane cheesecake. You know, those Greek yogurt cheesecakes, they're yummy. They are a staple of hers and mine. She now has endless recipes of all types, really, from stroganoff to chocolate no-bake cookies, from plain Jane cheesecake to sausage and cheese biscuits, and literally everything in between. The Pound Dropper Tribe is active, and they are a force. So you should join us. And if you want to, you can find Miss Lynn's at thepounddropper.com or on Instagram at www.pounddropper. Now back to our host, WW Phil. Yeah. Does it does it bring you like good pride and joy to know that you're actually producing something that's good for you, good for your family, good for those that you yeah. actually would see? Like, do you do you feel like maybe in the future you're going to be called to like? do this as a job you know, like once maybe the kids are a little older like go back into cooking or at least recipe cooking for the purpose of blogging and that kind of stuff like you know maybe you're the next pound dropper who knows right <laughs> i would love to have a cookbook i just don't know how to even get onto that boat i have no yeah. clue how to start that um my main huge dream is to open like a little mom and pop place yeah. always wanted a little you know, lunch and dinner, or breakfast and lunch place. Always yes. one. There's one around here in our town that we always go to, and it seats like very little amount of people. Yeah, and that's that's what I would love to have. And it'd be cool to have something around, you know, not necessarily WW, but have that healthy option. Yeah, for those who want that option. I think I think it would be cool. So yeah, that's absolutely. I mean, we need more green. people to to actually put the gas on it and say that hey we have a healthy menu it is yeah. a ww compliant menu i don't see any reason why being able to list those things you list them on recipes when you post them online right. like you know i think 
it what it helps do uh, does what it does is it uh, normalizes what some people feel is abnormal. You know, right. uh, I think that when when we admit that we're overweight or we admit that we struggle with food and that kind of stuff. Uh, some people bring a stigma to themselves and they think that, well, I'm, I'm less of a person because I'm overweight. And that is that is not true. Uh, we're all equal, great, amazing people. And we just have to figure out how we're going to navigate through how our body recepts overeating or how our body needs a caloric deficit to, to lose a little bit. Uh, I mean, surely there are people that struggle with uh, legitimate uh, diseases or or sicknesses and that kind of stuff that, sure. that make that harder. But I think in, in a general term, when, when we eat the right way, it, it really starts to have far-reaching um, tenets into our life. The, the healthiness that comes with good food can reach over and actually affect how we behave and how we feel yeah. about ourselves and how we respond to others, uh, how we sleep. That's the topic that we're talking about this week. And like, what happens when I get good sleep? Oh, I respond better to other people. It makes me have a better relationship with those people. I don't overeat because I'm not unhappy or frustrated and that kind of stuff. Well, uh, I prefer to like, you know, stick my hand in my kid's cereal boxes here and there. And I'm like, yeah, spread it afterwards. But yeah. It happens, and I move on for sure. Yeah. And I try it. Yeah, you know, there's one day I ate like a whole cup of Lucky Charms, and it's like, but it's there. It's in my house. I do it, and I try not to do it, but it's there. Yeah, Ali, before I would eat a whole bag of that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Feel yeah, different. my my main struggle back in the day was was living at gas stations and still eating three regulars <laughs> you know yeah. uh it was like what in the world was i thinking uh doing that and you know i've gone through periods of time i've said this before where i tried to eliminate all that i've gone through a period of time where i continued to like have a little bit of that in a very measured way right uh, and then it allows for that growth period to happen to where you realize that oh even though i can make this fit I don't necessarily need to. And then yeah. that is an empowering moment to when you're in control of it, both good and bad. You're in control of it, both yes and no. Not just saying, I have to do this because, and be like, I can say no to this because. Uh, and I, I do lots of little mental exercises with myself like that to kind of jump over and talk about mindset and that kind of stuff. Like uh, two years ago, I uh, chose to not have sugar at all on Halloween, just that day. No candy, no sugar, nothing. Oh my gosh. On, on Halloween <laughs> day. So that was that was it. That was the November, uh, October the thirty first, two thousand and eighteen. October, the entire month of two thousand nineteen. I decided no candy for the entire month, just to see that I could do it. Yeah. And that doesn't mean I went crazy in November and like gained a bunch of weight back or nothing like that. Not I didn't do it like that. I just wanted to prove that if there was a hard thing that I was willing to do, that I could do it. And I felt like that that just empowered me to be able to do harder things in life. There are going to be surely struggles that come. Who could have ever planned for what we've had to endure from mid-March till now uh, uh, and that kind of stuff. So it really, I feel like that, that WW on, on a, on an inadvertent way, maybe it's totally calculated on their part, but the empowerment they get when you realize that every decision can be 
actually scrutinized for for the good, like not live your life under a microscope, but actually say, why do I do this? What's the reason behind this? Is this a healthy thing for me to do? If I have that conversation, then maybe I don't need to do that. Or there is something that is equal, but better or something that's better, but less expensive, that kind of stuff. So do you feel like any of that kind of stuff is, is kind of getting to the point in your life? Like, I mean, you've reached lifetime, you're definitely through maintenance and all the stuff. So that that joy of seeking the loss, that's not here anymore. Now the struggle of maintaining is the real. So how how do you feel like that has kind of got into your life? Like what, what do you do to challenge yourself and make sure that you're staying present and in that moment? Well, I've been talking about the whole maintenance thing. I, I believe it's harder. Yeah. Because I'm a little more hard on myself when I step on that scale every yeah. day. I do step on that scale every day. I do say that. I know there's many that don't. Yeah. Uh, I forgot the question. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, it's basically just what, what do you do to like challenge yourself to stay present in the journey like i i feel like there's there's definitely a lot of people that will kind of come in season they, when success is coming it all feels good and then something happens and you kind of get off of it and that's a that's a an adequate roller coaster for the journey down when you get there like and it's not like you need to gain 20 pounds every six months so that you can lose that 20 pounds to get that joy of losing back you're like it, it's that thing of like now i need to learn to love and thrive where i'm at not like where I'm going. Back to how I felt. Um, I don't want to go back to, you know, the size pants I was wearing. I could never yeah. find anything cute with those kind of sizes, you know, or if I did, I didn't feel good in them. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, finding all these cute clothes that I used to wear back in my 20s is like so much fun. And I don't want to feel the way I felt prior yeah. joining WW. And, you know, I like being able to walk down the stairs and my daughter say, Mommy, I love your outfit. Like, it makes me feel good about myself. And I know she knows I'm feeling 100% better yeah. with myself. And I I do that for my kids. I do it for my husband. Um, they've seen my, you know, my attitude is completely different. I'm more happy. You know, I would just sit on the couch all the time and just be miserable. And I, and I just keep telling myself I don't want to go back to that alley I was. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's if if you're gonna play the game, you want to be in the game, not on the not on the sideline, just watching, right? And uh, I think that there's there's been plenty of times when I had, you know, you can sit there in your chair just dreaming about what it would be like to not have to carry that weight, not have to struggle to get up out of the chair and go get one more thing out of the cupboard. Like it, it's like that struggle can even be so micro in the moment, like, Oh my gosh, I'm having to struggle to get up to go eat something that I think is going to make me feel better about the condition that I need to resolve to get out of this chair to go get that. It's like so circular that it continues to go. And like, how do we break that habit to say that, to realize, to be able to even to assess and have the thought that that doesn't fix this. Yeah, and, I mean, I know. would sit down at, you know, every night with my husband and, you know, kick back like a 12 pack and yeah. didn't think anything of it. And I don't miss that really. Mm -hmm. But I, I do, you know, once in a while, every couple of weeks, we'll have our night where we play virtual reality and have our beer. And it's more, I enjoy it more now. Yeah. I did before because I was doing it every single night before and I look forward to it now. Yeah. And I don't miss, you know, having those beers every single night. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I say this all the time in regards to, to 
exercise. I say I exercise some now, so that I can ha- so I can do more later. Yeah. And the the flip side of that with food is like I used to eat more, and now I'm happy with just some. Yeah. And the sum, it's a small small amount, whatever that would be, would never have been satisfying previously. It was like, I knew I needed to eat this, and then I'm always going to have a secondary bowl, or maybe even a third bowl, or whatever the, whatever the portions were. Like, the, uh, eat another piece of bread, or another slice of cheese, like two slices of cheese on a sandwich, or whatever. You know, like, going, making sure that I always do that more. It's like, I need this to be this thick big hearty thing when that is all just me telling myself fictitious truth i didn't need that and the happiness that can come from the ability to reel that back in into a sustainable measurable way and assign that happiness like say that amount is good for me both good for me in a in a nutritional way not even saying that this, this is good, healthy food. This may be just your regular old bread. Not super healthy bread, just regular bread. But that amount and that portion controlled is yeah. good enough. Right. And, and, and that, that singular thing, and a lot of that comes with food tracking from the very beginning of WW, is just hitting that blue dot. And my thing has always been blue dots. I know. <laughs> you're talking about, like, for me, like you said earlier, kind of when you hit that 30 pounds, you started really believing in it. And I came into WW with almost zero knowledge of WW. I had a mother-in-law that had done it, and she had lost some weight, successful. I did it for a couple of months, lost a little bit of weight, and then I quit for a couple of years and then came back. So when I came back, came in to, to it, I really had very little knowledge. I just knew that if I, if I followed the plan and didn't go eat all of my weeklies, most likely, just trying to do a little math, I probably would lose weight, and I did. And over my first 16 weeks, lost 40 pounds, which is the first, like, my success storybook. And when I got done with that, I was like, man, I can do that again. I can show up 16 more times, lose some more weight. Maybe I won't lose that. And I lost 35 pounds that second book. So and then I was like, man, I'm not stopping this. We're doing this forever. But it's one of those things, like, as I started to do it, I realized that the more and more I became obedient to just doing this one little thing, then the, the more success would come and allow me to expand how I thought about all this other stuff. And that's when the mindset aspect started to really kick in for me and started to allow me to dig into what was going on and feel. And over time, that has truly grown. And I've you know started to tell my story and more stuff like that. And, and I really find a lot of joy in seeking people like yourself to, to just dig in and find out what it is about you that allowed you to feel like that that success could come for you and to live in that moment and say, man, I've got, I've got this story. And when I tell my story, people are inspired. And because they're inspired, I get refilled with that joy and it makes me want to continue on. So yeah. uh, I know, I know you'd probably say that, you know, you did this for yourself and you did it for your kids. Maybe even you kind of didn't do it for yourself at the beginning. You just wanted to feel better, kind of like myself. So as this journey has kind of gone, what, what do you feel like your like evolving whys have been like as you've done this. I, I love to f- hear what people say about what their why is. My newer why or my why in the beginning? Well, you, you can tell as many as you want. If you've had two or three or four or five, whatever, but you can tell us what's current and then maybe what it, what it began as for sure. Well, my whole hospital scare was um, for my kids. Yeah. I wanted to get healthy for my kids. I wanted to be around here. I, I've seen so many people um, my age. I'm 34. Uh, just, just die 
Yeah. Just out of nowhere. And it had a lot to do with health reasons. And, um, you know, that kind of lit a fire under me to just get my act together for them because I don't want them to not have myself or my husband around. And, you know, when the weight started coming off, it kind of was doing this more for me to feel better, you know, inside and out. And I, I, I think it's continued that way for both of my wives. Um, I enjoyed being around and hanging outside with my kids. So that's my main thing is my huge why is my children. Yeah. Is being able to run around with them, not be out of breath every like five seconds, um, not have to sit down um, and, you know, look from afar, um, not taking or taking pictures without me in there. I did a lot of that. I can't find a lot of pictures of myself before because I didn't want I didn't want to be in them. Mm. I wanted to do with the pictures, or I hid behind my children or clothing, and um, I don't want I don't want to do that anymore. I want to be here for them. I want to be around for them, and I want to be able to do things with them. Yeah, is it a relatively new thing for you to be proud of yourself? Oh yeah, I'm I'm heck yeah proud. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm super proud of myself how far I've come. I'd never thought in one year I'd be this far into my journey and reach where I really wanted to be. My original goal was, I think, about 30 pounds less than I, sh I actually did. Because I wow. never thought I was actually going to hit 60 pounds. I never yeah. thought it was going to happen. Um, and once I started seeing it, you know, come off, I was like, I think I got this. And I didn't yeah. got it, so... I love WW. I think it's changed many lives, including myself. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And there's a lot of skepticism with people um, as far as food, and that's another thing why I do my page. Is like you can still eat this delicious, decadent stuff and still lose weight. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like there's like I'm proof here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't you didn't do this whole thing eating uh, 23 smart points worth of yeah. of lean chicken and rice every day, right? And don't get me wrong, I love my chicken. Yeah. I love, you know, yogurt. I love chicken. I love all the stuff that people say that that's all you have to eat. And I like being able to throw it into fun stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, there's, there's definitely something to be said to ignite the creative gene within us uh, into our WW journey. Uh, it, it's, you, I see people that start to be creative on WW, uh, especially food-wise, but also in activity and, and in mindset for sure. But uh, when you start to see that creativity grow, you start to see somebody who's like willing to adapt to poor behaviors to find healthy ones. And when the healthy habits start to prevail, then we can say that even when struggles come, my healthy habits are going to be stronger than that. Uh, they might not always like win out one for one, but sometimes, you know, a healthy habit will allow us to make the behavior change so that instead of having a bad week that was previously would have been a bad month, maybe it's just a bad day or even better yet having just a bad meal. Uh, and, and I don't even want to use the word bad. I'm just saying like one that does not qualify as a success in the aspect of being on plan. So if you made the plan and you did not achieve the plan, then then we can say that uh, that that day could have been better. But we can also in the mindset aspect say, all right, it, it is. I chose to do that. I can live with that. I'm going to get back on track. And uh, yeah. previously, I know that for myself, there was periods of time to to where a failure would be, you know, whatever, let's continue on, continue failing, and then not even 
not even assess how far away from plan I was getting, or even worse than that, to go months, years, decades with no plan at all, or no even no even assessment of the, the fact that I needed to make changes in my life, just living totally oblivious. Yeah, for sure. What uh? So now that you've lost ninety pounds and you sound kind of self-proclaimed that you did most of that without activity. And you have yeah. a very active mom lifestyle. Are there any go-to activities that you do that like get bring you joy and that kind of stuff? Or do you, are you still a non-exerciser? Or is there something you've started to do? Um, I'm pretty non-exercise, but I do like walking and going on my elliptical and dancing. I know you all have seen me dancing around in my kitchen. That's like my main thing. Yeah, I do enjoy dancing with my kids and just by myself. <laughs> Yeah, but um, uh, you know, with my back issues, it's kind of hard for me to do certain things like lift weights. But I do want to try and start strength training because it may help my core more. So yeah. that's one thing I do want to work on, and eventually, I want to get a treadmill because just walking slightly, I think, more so than around my house should help me as well too. So yeah, now, did you have an injury, or is it just something you've kind of always had? Or um, well, I've had a lot of injuries and. <laughs> A lot of injuries throughout the year as far as falling. Um, back in high school, I fell snowboarding right on my tailbone and I cracked my sacrum area. And oh. then um, I've fallen down the stairs at jobs, slipped and falled. It's just like a whole bunch of things like lifting at um, jobs with working in the food industry is you got to lift a lot. Yeah. You have to be able to lift like 50 pounds and um, I just wear and tear over the years. Mm, okay well that that's that's cool that at least you would you you want to and I, I i truly believe that over time that uh if you if you can build that strength up then then activity can can bring a lot of joy i know for myself yeah. there was i went through that period of time where i was very reluctant and very hesitant to want to try i just kind of had to make myself my the promise that i'll, I'll at least try it and i knew that if if i if I couldn't do it, then I would just maybe like dial it back a little bit. But I've I've been successful uh, at at finding a sustainable way to exercise. Uh, it's been a little uh, cumbersome here uh, around the house through this period of time. We've got some lightweights here in the house, so when I do work out, I have to do it with like lots of uh, high and fast reps to yeah. to get to get this get the workout in. But man, I've learned that with my even just my two tens in in a hand like. It, I can go to town for about nine minutes solid and get a really good workout going on. Uh, I've even done some of the new, uh, the fit on ones that are, it's a new app that's in the WW uh, app. Yeah, uh, new, yeah. And I've, I've done a couple of those and like, they actually get my heart rate going. And I was, I was pretty excited that that was added. Uh, it's I got to grab a charger. Just give me one. Pretty minute. cool benefit. Oh, that, that's fine. I, I have learned over time that I have to I have to have mine on the charger or f failure will happen. So I always plug mine in before we get going. But uh, I have mom brain, so I completely forgot. <laughs> it, it's it's no problem. It's no problem. So so tell me like what what do you feel like is something that you have to do to make sure that you stay successful. Uh, is and that could be a tactic on how you do your food like are you uh a pre-tracker or a planner or that kind of stuff or you really know it and just kind of assess it at the end of the day like what helps you stay on your plan to get to the your daily success goals 
Well, I am a dessert freak. You know, I, it's funny because before um, WW, I never ate dessert. Okay. Um, and dessert is totally my thing now. So I try and pre-track dessert so that I'm able to enjoy it at the end of the night. I, for some reason, I don't know why I have such a sweet tooth now. I have no idea what my problem is, but I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, as far as planning food, I just make sure I have a lot of protein in my house. Mm-hmm freezer wise um i really don't meal plan okay i wing it i wing it the next day or i think of it that night to take it out for the next day and try to come up with something um you know i bop around you know certain you know um like pinterest and stuff to get ideas but i I really wing it yeah i i get it and like maybe that's just a natural thing for a, a, a chef to do to like figure out creative ways to make whatever you can put your hands on to make it turn into something. Uh, it's pretty admirable. I don't have that ability at all. Like it's, it's recipe, follow it to a T, maybe yeah. change a few things. Like, you know, I realized that instead of uh, an egg or, or instead of oil or something like that, you can put Greek yogurt in most things and, or you can put applesauce or you can trade it out yogurt. for a banana and that kind of thing. So those swaps, some of those I've learned over time and that kind of stuff. But man, I have like zero desire to be a, a foodie. So I, I'm always uh, in, uh, inspired greatly by people who can do that to to a level of success. Because it's not me. Well, last night I was like, oh crap, you know, I'm, you know, try to, ch- I try and figure out the night before what I, you know, what I may want to do. Like I'll think of a couple things. But last night I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to do. I just had my, you know, husband take, um, you know, some ground turkey out of the freezer last night. And I wanted something really easy to do today. And that was my zero point crock pot turkey chili, which I love. Yeah. And that's such a good meal to have as far as the meal preppers too, because it lasts forever. And the amount that I prepped is like for a family of 10. (laughs) All right. Well, there you go. (laughs) And you can turn so many crock pot like proteins into like 10 different meals. Like when I do chicken in my crock pot i'll make like five different things with that chicken so yeah can i I enjoy doing that yeah uh can you eat chili when it's not cold outside can you eat chili in the summertime i can because of the air conditioning yeah like what's the difference but my husband he's like you got to make it before it gets too hot i that's the same way i am yeah (laughs) i i mean like we actually burger yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it's like it's like a one of those weird like things like soup and soup and chili like have to have cold weather. So this week, like two days in a row, like Monday, Tuesday, I think we had like forty degree weather in Oklahoma. So we made chili, and I had chili tonight for dinner. It was like leftovers from two nights ago, and it's super good. I totally changed it up and did it different. Uh, I did it with Fritos this time, so like a Frito chili pie kind of thing. But previously. We, we normally will make like low point chili, but this time we use some really high point sausage, really good, rich sausage uh, in it. So it, it was a little higher point. But I'll, my, the way I get off track on eating chili is I love like a ton of crackers and cheese in my chili. <laughs> so, bread or cheese bread. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I, I, I love a zero point chili because I'm going to light it up with a bunch of salting crackers and cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need the carbs to dip. Yeah, absolutely. You need that that bread. Yeah, and I'm the same way with, like, soups and stuff. Like, we'll make this amazing, I think it's zero point. If not, it's, like, a huge portion 
for uh, one smart point, but it's this enchilada soup that we make normally in the wintertime several times. And I light it up with some tortilla chips in there. And it's like, let's zero or one point for a bowl. We'll go to like 10 points like that. Exactly. That's why I like <laughs> doing certain zero point meals to, yeah. you know, have the condiments on the, you know, in there or whatever yeah. you want to put it. Yeah. Yeah. And what's funny is like, that's totally an exercise and worth it because <laughs> I'm the same guy that if I go to like somebody's family cookout, and they give me a regular burger and this seven-point big, thick jumbo bun that they bought for the whole party. I'm like, I'm going to eat your bun. I'll bring my two pieces of 45-calorie bread and call that two points, and I'm fine because that ain't worth it. But all those saltines are, are worth it, which doesn't even you know, make sense as a mathematical equation. But I determine that, and I can live in that. And that's what I always tell people, like, man, your success will come when you start to determine what values to you like that's it that's that's that opens the door to your success like i know nobody's really been able to enjoy any kind of parties lately so i guess that's yeah. a good thing and a bad thing yeah absolutely well, i had my birthday uh like eight days ago nine days ago is on the uh, cinco de mayo which typically is always this big Mexican fiesta we go to this great Mexican restaurant I normally have like 40 to 50 people that come it's just the best day and I love to have it yeah and this this year was Taco Tuesday it was Cinco de Mayo my birthday is that? it was, I was awesome so excited that Taco Tuesday wound up on Cinco de Mayo yeah and here we go and I had to like put everything on pause but we still had some family members come on we still made good food and like you know the truth is like it was, it was a great day uh, and I feel like that, that that's one thing that, that COVID is going to teach us all is the ability to like actually do that mental math and say, man, things are pretty good. You know, like I understand like sorrows can come. I think I said this earlier, like troubles can come and that kind of stuff. And we have to go through those. But like I, I, I say this all the time. It's like a day of me living this life now, not having to carry 150 pounds. I will never say any day is harder than what I used to have to go through. Like, it was just, it was hard. And I didn't even realize how hard it was carrying all that weight around. And I'm sure you probably feel very similar. Like, if you if you pick up 90 pounds right now and try to I carry it around for the next 20 minutes, five times to the second floor of your house, back up and down, you'd be like, yeah. oh, my gosh, how did I do this twice, much less 50 times in a day, you know? I'd love to do that thing where you pick up, the amount of weight you lost, but I'm not sure if I'd be able to lift nice. Yeah, yeah. You should do a WW smile. I, I'm going to try to. I've been trying to. Once this COVID's over, I'm, I'm trying, Phil. I'm trying. Yeah. I, I, I started that hashtag, uh, I don't know, over a year ago. And uh, it's it's just a great line in the sand kind of thing. Like, man, I, I don't want to go back. Like, I want to say I've lost this amount. And this is a visual representation of that. And I don't want to go back and, and gain that back. I mean, obviously, we'll go up and down and we'll gain a pound or two. But like, what what is it that is going to keep us attached to that thing and says, I don't want to, you know, gaining one pound means nothing. But what can I do to always draw my heart back to that place where I have found success and where I found happiness and where I found joy and I actually lived my life and thrived in it? And if we can stay attached to that moment in that day and like and see that the blessing of that is getting to be a better person that we can give away to everyone in our life, it's just it's heaven. And that that we we can live in that 
you know, like we said, for you, is it 30 pounds? For me, is it 40? And that is a long ways before we got to where we are today. Like that joy started way before the end goal, you know. So it was about a minute and a half left before we get kicked off here. They'll let us go for an hour. So I always want to end with you having the ability to ask me any questions you might have for me. So what do you want to know about WW Phil? Me? What do I want to know? Oh, gosh. What is your favorite food? Oh, I mean, like my favorite Favorite genre food? Well, the favorite genre food is probably either pizza or Mexican food. Um, I love both of those. I can do chips and queso like five times a week. Uh, as far as like my WW journey, like I eat the same thing for lunch every day. It's like a, a turkey sandwich and chips. And I just like block that out. I typically will eat a heat bar every day in the morning time. And sometimes I'll have like a quest bar in the afternoon. And then dinner is kind of like my flexible meal that I leave that plus my uh, over points. And I always get a blue dot. So it's like anything plus eight. If I stay in that range, then I'm happy. But uh, my favorite favorite single food that I uh, absolutely love is definitely pizza. Like pizza has always been like just, I mean, I could eat, so five, or, I could eat five or six pieces before I did WW. I love pizza. Your, is your favorite part of the day dinner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Breakfast and lunch for me is just very block. I think I like breakfast because I'm alone. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we got it's five like seconds. So quiet time with my kids are napping, and I'm just yeah. like. Thank you for oh, coming. What a great conversation. I enjoyed talking to Ellie so much. She is an inspiration. If you'd like to follow her on Instagram, she is at ChefAllie417 underscore WW. Thank you for listening this time, and we'll see you next time. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the WW Phil Podcast, your guide to feel good. This podcast is not sponsored or affiliated with WW or any other brand. All statements and opinions on this show are those of Phil alone. Those who follow the WW program can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Phil has lost weight on a prior program and continues to use WW.